This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Well, the first original Canadian animated series on Adult Swim Canada launched uh, this past weekend. Psychops features two top detectives at a paranormal agency where they solve mysteries and supernatural crimes. Take a listen. This is our chance to get some solid info on extraterrestrial life. They already know everything about aliens. They're gray, they're long, they pro. The big three. Whoa. Sideways blinking eyes. Seduction. Eggs in a corpse. She's an alien in disguise seducing men and laying eggs in their bodies. You got all that from a woman with sideways blinking eyes and a corpse with hatched eggs in it? What is this freaking CSI? Oh, sexy. Pop his collar. Got an Ailey, we got an Ailey, we got a wee little, wee little Ailey. Poo-poo pee-pee. Well, I got to say, we've never entered a, a finished a segment with poo-poo pee-pee, so that's, that's a new one for the show. Joining me now uh, are Bart Bachelor and Chris Nielsen, creators of Psychops. Bart, Chris, thank you for joining us today. Our pleasure. Great to be here. <laughs> uh, let's Thanks start. For having us. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, really wanted to chat with you in regards to this particular uh, animation series. Uh, Bart, uh, let me start with you first and foremost. What was the inspiration behind Psychops? Uh, Chris and I like to make comedies about people with awesome jobs. And uh, we've done a bunch of comedies in the past. We've done doctors, con artists, uh, hermits. I mean, I don't know if a hermit is a job, but. <laughs> For this one, for our big splash and our, our Adult Swim debut, uh, we wanted to go something really cool, which is paranormal investigators, which is, I mean, could there be a funner job than hunting down aliens and vampires and ghosts? Uh, no, absolutely. Now, yeah, Chris, uh, your thoughts um, in, in regards to putting a series like this together, can you walk a little for our audience, explain sort of the creative process, because, you know, it's not like you're doing a, a one off here. You've got a 20, 24 episodes. There's got to be story arcs. You have to have character development. Walk me through what that's like. Well, there's a there's a lot of work that goes into it before you even get to that stage. Uh, I think we first made the, the, the demo for this show and went out and tried to sell it in 2016. Mm-hmm. So that gives a, a a bit of an idea to like how, how, how far in advance you need to plan these things. And then when we did get the development deal, uh, it became sort of like a, a really fun process of finding all of our favorite funny people in town, all of our past collaborators, all the people we love to work with, and kind of like assembling a, uh, a crack squad of funny people. How long does it take to create one episode from uh, idea, inception, writing, all of that to the animation itself? Like how long would that take? You know, it's it's not super quantifiable, but I would kind of maybe say three or four months. Uh, the, the script writing happens really fast and the voice record happens really fast, but things slow down a bit when you get into edit and animation. But we have it overlapping. We At one time, we were usually working on 12 to 16 episodes at once. It was crazy. Wow, that's, that's a lot of people. And how many people at its peak would you have working on the series? Uh, we estimated around 50 at its peak, which is funny because Chris and I as comedians uh, or a comedy duo 
have been working just him and I and maybe one or two other people for like 10, 15 years. So the blow up to that scale was was a blast. Hmm. Uh, Chris, how did you and Bart meet? Well, Bart and I actually both met um, in art school and we, we kind of bonded when we both applied uh, to the animation program at Emily Carr and promptly got rejected. <laughs> <laughs> and then we were accepted into the Emily Carr film and video program where we kind of made animation our thing anyways. Ah, okay. Okay. Um, now, one of the things you've done here is you've allowed Vancouver to be Vancouver, which is the rarest of things when you talk about Hollywood North to a certain degree. Uh, Bart, uh, how much was that? Was just a conscious effort that you really wanted to include, you know, your hometown? Yeah, we, we, it, was, it was a big deal for us. Uh, exactly to your point, like Vancouver never plays Vancouver. It's always playing San Diego or Texas or something. So we thought it'd be so cool. And then especially with the X-Files, you know, which is an inspiration. The X-Files was entirely shot here, but never took place here. So we thought it'd be great to pay homage to the city. And to what Chris said earlier, we've just, we've built uh, a, such an awesome team of comedians and hilarious people around here. And we just wanted to celebrate the city itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you give me our audience a sense of what the animation scene here is like? I mean, when we say Hollywood North, the, the immediate you know, uh, thinking is usually big Hollywood productions. Um, uh, perhaps the the Hallmark movie we see movies we see filmed around the, the city, but we don't spend enough time talking about animation. Could either of you give us a sense of the community here in Vancouver? What it's like? Definitely, Vancouver is a, a huge animation hub. Uh, thousands of people work in animation here in town. And uh, to your point, it's not like y- you, you don't see it in the streets. People aren't closing down a main thoroughfare so they can animate something. So you, it's not really in your face, but it's a massive community. Um, one thing that's unique about Cyclops is that uh, a lot of the animation work done in Vancouver is uh, service work. So it's American shows being made here. It's... Um, other writers from out of town, other showrunners from, from the States usually. And this was a great opportunity to be entirely homegrown. The whole team and uh, all of us on the creative side were, were working out of Vancouver. Mm. Uh, Chris, uh, the other issue I find interesting is, I mean, technology has impacted all jobs, all jobs and continue to do, do so. And today we're, we're, you know, we're having conversations about artificial intelligence Speak to me a little bit about what technology has done to the animation um, business. I mean, you know, if, if you're thinking old school, you might think of Walt Disney or, or an animator, you know, drawing these uh, these uh, cartoons out. But it's it's such a different process now. What, what does it look like today when regards to technology? How how you put this animation together? It's it's really funny because we we like to play with technology in uh, all its kind of new uh, permutations and anything that new that comes out. Like it's really fun to dive into, and we're kind of at this phase now where it's happening so fast that as soon as you pick up a new toy, there's a shinier new toy just around the corner, and you just want to kind of get your hands on it and play with it. But we look at like uh, particularly uh, there's a lot of talk about AI stuff that's coming out now. And these are really exciting tools. Nobody really knows how they're going to impact things on the long term, um, but they're they're kind of disruptive and uh, uh, exciting on many ways and kind of terrifying to, you know, old school animators. But uh, again, we use a lot of technology that's uh, um 
displaced what once upon a time, like when Bart says about like three months of animation to uh, three months to make an episode. If we had to hand draw this thing, uh, <laughs> I think we'd be looking at a year per episode. So the technology is a, it's a interesting kind of uh facet to wrestle with Mm -hmm. when you're putting these characters together i mean first of all you have to have that conversation collectively as as creatives uh and then you have to make these characters come to life not just on the technical side i'm just on the writing side how does the the early stage conversation you know for a character like an animation character where you know they may be funny depending on their personalities but how do you develop those characters before any drawing is done, any bit of technology is used. These That early stage of character development, how does that work with, with both of you? Yeah, we uh, we kind of do a, a writer's room thing. Sometimes we're with big bigger groups, and sometimes it's just Chris and I. But you, re- you start uh, batting around fun personality traits, personality traits that are going to are gonna mix up or clash with the other people on the show. And you sort of, you sort of deep dive into, into personality and, and start to kind of quantify it and separate it into different characters. And, and I think the biggest thing in comedy writing is friction. So as soon as you get one person, it's really easy to find someone that has friction with that person and then a person that has friction with that person. And it, they kind of just spills out from there. Is it the the idea stage, the uh, writing stage, the character development stage, uh, the voiceover stage, the the technical side of all of this? Like, is there a particular part of the process that I, both of you like more than the others? Yeah, I would say writing and doing voices and editing. Writing is great because it's it's the gestation of those early moments, and you're laughing your butt off. Voices, when you're, you're going in and getting voices and you're having all these professional, amazing voices coming and bringing your script to life and getting to hear it and direct them, work with them is amazing. And then the first time you get it into the edit and see it all strung together, those, those three stages are where you're getting the biggest laughs mm-hmm. because it's kind of instantaneous fun. Yeah. Well, uh, I really enjoyed uh, the first episode. Uh, so happy for you guys. And the fact that you're from Vancouver, you've included Vancouver. Uh, it's a testament to your talents and the great team you've put together and really the animation community here in Vancouver as well. Bart, Chris, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so thank much. You.